everybody. It's your favorite mustache, Odo Taku, the Manic Mustache, coming at you pre-recorded and live. That's right. If you miss any part of the live show, we're on Mixler. Remember, we go live every Monday through, sorry, Sunday through Thursday, 8 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, give or take. Uh, like I said, mon- Sunday through Thursday, if you miss any part of the live show on Mixler, that's right, mixler.com slash Javi's Treehouse, all one word. Um, you can find us on Stitcher, Spotify, and wherever better, po- finer podcasts are found, right? You find them, they're finer, that's where you find us, Half-Baked Treehouse. Also, slide into our DMs at uh, on Twitter. At Treehouse Duo. So, tonight, I am joined by myself once again. Lots of fun stuff, though, going on, at least. At least I got that going for us, right? I mean, the internet has uh, been a bound of just weirdness and chaos. Um, like I said, uh, we have a promise that uh, that the that Billy Badbeard will be coming in this week, and we're going to talk about Anime, Cowboy, Bebop, and just all that it is. And talking about anime, and I guess more importantly, talking about um, foreign media, right? Television shows, films, things of that nature. And I feel like it, I mean, um, well, we've got a, we've got an article right here from WizBlizz. I don't know what that is, but they're your entertainment hub. That's right. Uh, so reporting... Let's see here. Let's see if we can find who wrote this article real quick so I can give them. And we've got nothing. But this is what they're alleging in their article, if you want to hang out and read it with us. Um, so this article, the headline from WizBlizz, WizBlizz.com. With, innovation, with innovative tales and concepts, international programs outperform Hollywood counterparts. Now, just with that article alone, I'm going to have to agree with that because I feel like most of Hollywood now, everything they're putting out is just kind of re reworked, rehashed, and kind of, what was it, reimagined, I guess is what they're trying to do now. There's very few new ideas coming out of this place, Hollywood that is. And more people are turning to, I guess what would be, Less, not legacy, what's the word? Less conventional entertainment. Mm. And that, of course, being um, like K-dramas right now are huge. For the record, I don't watch them because I don't read. Now, I'll read a good anime. Like I said, uh, I'm still mad at Attack on Titan for forcing me to read this. And I did. Um, read all the subtitles, watched all of the anime subtitled um, up to this point, and allegedly they're going to be 2022 for the spring. They'll be throwing out the second half of se- of the final season of Attack on Titan. Luckily, I've already read it, and I'm still unhappy. I did not feel the void. Did not fill the void that I, I felt like I needed. But let's read this article here from WizBliz. Um, the last episode of Spanish television series Money Heist will air on Netflix on Friday, bringing the close to a Netflix drama that has been praised by both fans and critics. While the finale brings the tale to a close, 
it also solidifies the series' legacy as one of the most popular uh, Netflix shows in the world. An achievement made all the more impressive by the fact that it is a foreign language television series. However, Money Heist is far from the first non-English series to garner global popularity in the streaming era. And it surely won't be the last. Of course it won't, because Hollywood just doesn't care anymore. They're more worried about pushing an agenda to like to like make you and, and it feels weird even saying this, because I genuinely believe that inclusivity and like just what's the word I'm looking for here? In turn it's it's not inclusivity, but it's it's normalizing, I guess. I guess that would be the best way to put it, to normalize just kind of all the weirdness out there. As someone who had, who, who was a weirdo, um, nothing like being a nine-year-old with a mustache. Kind of puts you out in the, uh, uh, kind of, it kind of singles you out from everybody else. Um, but, like, let's be real. Hollywood hasn't told a new story in forever. We keep on rehashing. I mean, hell, Steven Spielberg. Heck, I'm gonna pull. I'm gonna look this up right now. We're gonna take a pause here. Um, West Side Story. Ooh, I guess I should. Uh, West. West Side Story. Steven Spielberg. So I'm going to just say it right now. West Side Story is a prime example of. Um, of, I guess, the. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for here? The lack of. Like new ideas. The creative void that is now hollywood i mean i haven't seen here, here's the thing right i'll be told full disclosure i've never seen west side story but i do know of it as most people do um it's romeo and juliet in the in new york the west side of new york right is that what i mean that's really what it is Wonder tomato meter. Here's the thing. It was, I mean, critics, here's what's funny. Critics and um and and audiences alike agree that it's a pretty good movie. Uh 98 this is 93% with the tomato meter. As we know, Rotten Tomatoes is a uh, is the aggregator. 95 with the audience. Over a thousand reviews, uh, 259 reviews. So I'm assuming it's a well-made movie. In terms of it just being, you know, the West Side Story story. I know everyone was in a big uh, kerfuffle over this for a quick minute and going back to wokeness where there was not enough representation of Afro-Latinos. I remember that one was a was a big deal. And I was just kind of like, why do we care? Why can't we tell a good story? Like, how come a good story has to be backseated to appeasing or 
Like, I don't, I don't know. I'm trying to figure this out. Because here's the thing. It's like, we need more representation. I was like, or how about we have the best actors and actresses and screenwriters and and directors do these things to, um, like, I don't know. So we can have better stories. Like, I'm all for, I'm, I got no pro, I got no beef with us having a more diverse, you know, stories, more diverse stories being told. The problem is what's happening in Hollywood is instead of telling more diverse stories, we're just going to gender swap and race swap. And there you go. We're done with this, black people. You can have it now. But like a like a movie or sorry, like a television show like Money Heist, where everybody can agree that it's good, I guess. I haven't seen it, but obviously it's still trending on Netflix just like Cowboy Bebop, apparently, but who are we to say? But let's get back into this whiz blizz, uh, uh, what's it called? Article, sorry. Uh, Hollywood and American movies have dominated the global media since their birth. The most economically successful and highest grossing films in the world, such as Avatar and Titanic, were Produced by major American film companies such as Paramount Pictures and 20th Century Fox. From a Disneyland in Shanghai to, uh, sorry, from a from a, from a Disneyland to Shanghai to a fake Hollywood scene in New Zealand, proof of their cultural effect may be seen um, in in, in intangible in the fabric of cinematic landscape, as well as as well as rather physically. Um, with a reputation as a worldwide powerhouse for film and television, American cinema has been able to maintain its dominance for decades. However, in the recent years, the American cinema industry has been clinging to the last strands of its reign in order to keep spectators enthralled. Um, a, as more foreign audiences, including Americans, see entertainment outside of Hollywood, outside of the Hollywood bubble, it is evidence that contemporary American films do not merit the high regard it formerly enjoyed when compared to new works from other countries. Yeah, because other countries are not bogging themselves down with inclusivity, diversity, are enough my POCs. BIPOC, being represented, throw a transgender in here. Why not? Like I said, um, just with the live action rehashing of Cowboy Bebop, I'm going to go back to that well real quick. I mean, we've got a non-binary gay host is. What? And then we had to make Faye a lesbian. Okay. Or we could have done what we what they did originally in uh, Modern Family, where it was just like, yeah, this is a thing. And we're just going to act as if. We're not going to make it a thing. We're going to address certain issues, but this isn't going to be a thing where I'm going to beat you over the head with it, where it's like, hey, we're gay. We're out. We're proud. No, it was just kind of like, all right, 
There's two. There's the two gay uncles. At least back in my day, it was just the one gay uncle that was the quote unquote ver. Uh, what's it? Um. Uh, they were the verified. He was the verified bachelor with his roommate. You know, that was back in that day. Now, um, they just come out. Well, let's finish this article real quick. The last paragraph here. It's a real short article. Aside from the essential elements of good television, such as excellent writing and interesting action, what truly distinguishes these foreign language series in the... Re- uh, is their relatability of their subjects, as well as the numerous ways in which such messages are conveyed. Insightful criticism of class inequality, systemic racism, and political forces are conveyed in the conveyed in the um, exhilarating. Oh, sorry, conveyed in the exhilarating environment of a dystopian survival game or a perfect planned robbery rather than being delivered as a dietetic lecture yes i would agree here's the thing i have no problem with people trying to convey a message through through entertainment but it has to be entertaining first um talking about rehashing let's go to the marvel universe rehash holy crap marvel beats you over the head with wokeness, as it were, I mean, Captain Marvel, formerly Miss Marvel, formerly a dude, or actually Captain Marvel was a guy, and then Miss Marvel, but they were like, she needs to be a captain. We're giving her a, a, a uh, we're giving her a field promotion. She's a captain now, and she was not a good like. She was not a fun person. She was not a hero. Some dude told her to smile, so she jacked his jacket. She's like, he was like, smile, sweetheart. I was like, hey, or you could stop being an asshole. Yes, I get it. There's some dudes that are jerks, and they say stupid shit like that. As as Grandpappy always said, every sexual advance is unwanted until it isn't. Very rare. I, I don't know very many women where it's like, hey, I would like to have sex with you. That's... the. I don't know. Listen, if we're going to get, if if we're going to try to take down the patriarchy, well, then we're going to have to take down the matriarchy and then we're going to have to all meld into one just like blob, this amalgamation of whatever we're trying to do here. I mean, the big thing for me is like, I guess we're trying to make all chicks dudes and all dudes chicks. Like, I don't know. I'm not sure. This whole toxic mas- toxic masculinity thing is just a weird thing for me. It's like, yes, there are certain things that certain men do that are egregious. And all men can agree it's egregious. And then there are some things that women do. But we can't talk about that because that's sexism. But in- instead of dealing with those things, a lot of people just want to be like, you know what? We just need to make women more like dudes, and it'll be fine. 
But yeah, basically, and it's what I said previously, is that anime is the most like if 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 there's no other um more obvious like I'm trying to figure out how to word this, I guess. I'm just kind of stumbling over my words. I'm sorry, guys. It is cold here in the treehouse. It sucks when you're elevated, but the manic mustache, you're going to push through for my, for the people. But like anime, they're telling new stories. They're creating new universes within these, these manga and anime. And like I said, I mean, prime example was the the beautiful universe that was created by Cowboy Bebop. That was a universe that was created just insular of everything else. And in 24 episodes, you were enthralled. You were, you were, you understood the universe. You didn't know everything about it. Cause you didn't, you, you, you can't, nobody can. And that was one of the things that, that, that I like about, these short run series or even even these longer runs i mean to be fair naruto and naruto's son that was just a cash grab and we're telling but they're new here's what's crazy about that even though i'm angry about it like every old otaku is it's new they're new stories I mean, instead of just telling these little kids, hey, go back and watch Naruto. No, there's a whole new story to be told. And they're telling it. And say what you want, but when you have all of these kids that are watching it and and enjoying it, and they're not getting beaten over the head with some kind of weird, you know, pedagogy or 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 or, or it's just entertainment. That's all we're trying to do here. Is entertain. Now, if you want to te- now, if you want to put a message in there, if you want to tell, if you want to prove, if you want to maybe further your political agenda, if you will, then go ahead. But tell a story first, and then I'll criticize. At, at least then I can be like, you know what? That was a very good movie. Was not a fan of the pushing of X, Y, and Z, but you know what? It's a good movie. It's a good show. Instead, what it is, they're saying it's it's almost like it's old Hollywood, right? In the 80s and the 70s, where they would like make a uh they they would they would they would they they would have the the title first and then they would create a movie around the title. It almost feels like they have a um like a like an agenda or like a subject that you're trying to push like we need to we we need to deal with um the patriarchy all right let's write a movie about it instead of doing like hey let's write a good movie and let's see if what we can put in there to kind of maybe adjust like some way to normalize what we want to be normal i guess instead they're just pushing people away like i said um, what was another movie that I had seen? Oh, that's right. Um, that, that was a good movie that also pushed a little bit, a conservative message, if you will, a message of family and raising your children and, um, 
and teaching your children, teaching them to be strong, teaching your daughter to be strong. That movie, of course, is Run, Hide, Fight. Beginning of the movie, and like I said, I'm not going to spoil any of it because you're probably not going to watch it, but either way, I mean, critics called it the uh, the Die Hard in High School. Fuck yeah. It had it has everything that all that that everybody wants out in Hollywood, right? A strong female lead taking it to the patriarchy. I mean, the line in the trailer is the greatest line I have ever heard, right? At the end of this, nobody's going to remember you. They're only going to know my name. Like that was the whole thing. Like that was just like, mic drop, there you go. They're going to know me, a little girl who took you douchebags down, you fucking pieces of shit. They're not going to, her thing was like, they're, they're not going to know you. They're going to know me. Because I stood up. And instead, what do the critics do? They crapped on it. They're like, oh, it's just die hard in high school. Here we go. The Daily Wire's trying to push a political, a conservative political agenda through cinema. Yeah, except the difference between The Daily Wire and your garbage is this was a good movie. It was a very good, I mean, it wasn't a very good movie, but it was a good movie. Um, What was another one? Oh, you know, what's a good movie, which I, I don't know. It was a little weird for me. Encanto. All right, that was a fun one. Um, It was just a fun movie about being different. And there were still people who wanted to be loved. There was still that... They were willing to at least... Like, too many of these damn Disney movies now have been this whole, like, I'm a strong woman. I don't need no man. And it's kind of like, well, you might not need a man, but maybe there's a man out there that needs you. You know? And that was kind of a cool thing. At least that's how I read it. You know, the one sister might not like you, but there's another sister that might need you. Or there might be another sister that you need. You know, it's just one of those things that's crazy that I've found where if you're where if you're going to tell a real story. And maybe push a real message, it should be something like that. Like I said, Disney, as of late, was like, I don't need no damn man. I'm a a strong woman. Yeah. But sometimes a man, sometimes a strong man needs a strong woman. Not sometimes, all the time. Let's be totally honest. I mean, there are many different ways that you can love, but sometimes, most of the time, a lot of times, and then once again, coming from a guy who was single and sad in his treehouse. But I've got my mustache to keep me warm. But sometimes it's not so much that you need a man. It's that a man needs you. I mean, that's. Why can't that be the story? Why can't that be the story of the princess? She doesn't need Prince Charming to save her. But but, but Prince Charming needed to go on the journey to find himself. And finding himself, he found you. And he found that missing part in himself. 
And you were able to complete him. And he was able to complete you. I mean, that's the way I always saw the Prince Charming story in my mind. It wasn't really about, you know, some woman in distress. Now, to be fair, there were a lot of women in distress with these Disney princesses. And like I said, Encanto was one of those movies where um, I'm still not even sure what, like, it was a weird movie. Like I said, I I don't know if I'd watch it again. It was made, I think the music was made or written or the whole thing was written by uh, that one dude that writ Hamilton. And the whole musical type singing, talking thing, I'm not a fan of. Pick. You're either going to sing a song or you're going to talk. You're not going to talk sing, all right? It's like we're rapping, but it's musical. So it's different. Sorry, bro. Keep that in Hamilton. But it was, like I said, it was a fun story. Um, There was some, there was some lessons to be learned. There was love to be found. And like I said, I really, I, I, it was an enjoyable experience with the family at the movie theater. But let's go to a less, let's go to something that's not as enjoyable. Maybe it is. I don't know. I like people. I like Twitter beefs, kind of. It's always fun to see other people mad at each other. You know who's mad at each other right now? Madonna and 50 Cent. That's right. Because like a virgin, he was in the club. And um, I guess he was talking shit about her. um... So let me give you a little backstory to some of this. So... Um, Madonna had posted some pictures on Instagram of her in some lingerie. And 50 Cent decided to um, comment on those pictures. Now, here's the thing. See if they can find... I'm going to see if I can find what he said exactly. Because I think that's very important in this. Let me try to find this. Apologize, must. Um, I don't think I'm going to find it right now. Let's see here. No, we're not going to see if I can find what did. So page six has it here. Let's see. What did 50 cent do to Madonna? Page six usually puts this stuff up pretty. Yeah, they're pretty good about putting the whole thing up. Uh, all right, let's see what this is. I don't know what this is, but we're gonna play it. We're all gonna we're all gonna find out together, right? It's a minute thirty. Let's have fun with this. It's not valid if you don't know. Number two. An apology is not valid if you don't know what you're apologizing for. What you should be apologizing for is your misogynistic, sexist, ageist behavior and remarks. Number three, you didn't hurt my feelings because I don't take it personally. I could never take it personally because you're not coming from an enlightened place. Um, you know what? I'm just going to let it play. 
let's just let it play. Number four, you say that you're not benefiting from it. Of course you're benefiting from it. That is what social media is all about. You do understand that, right? We post things about ourselves and we use Instagram and other forms of social media because we want attention. We want people to buy our products. We want people to invest in our brands. We want people to listen to our music. We want people to go to our concerts. We want people to notice us. We want people to like us. There's nothing wrong with any of those things, but don't kid yourself if you think you have an Instagram account and you're not benefiting from it. Shut it down. Stop lying to yourself. Okay, so you're reposting somebody else's low level of consciousness posting that are meant to shame and humiliate other people. That's fucked up. You are trying to put a limit on when women should be able to feel good about themselves. So finally, I just want to say, um, I forgive you and I hope that one day you wake up and see a different point of view. I wish you all the best. That's it. Okay? All right, so there you go. And just so you know, Madonna had this weird, like, doll face filter with a weird wonky eye thing. I don't know what that was all about. But, hey, you do you, boo-boo. That's what I always say. I, I, I have no... Like, I got no beef with with Madonna posting lingerie pictures. Um, Let's see. I'm trying to find the original. Like, what did he say? Who was behind 50 Cent shooting? No. What did this man say for misogynistic, slam 50 Cent for misogynistic apology? I guess we could just read the story, right? Oh, shit. What happened? Uh-oh. I don't know what happened. I just lost the whole thing. Fucking internet, right? Let's try this again. Let's go here. Page six. So, I guess I could just read the article, huh? Probably be easier. Let's see here. From page six. Who wrote this? By Jessica Bennett. Uh, Madonna continues to blast 50 Cent after the rapper apologized for talking smack about the lingerie photo she shared on Instagram. Ooh, hang on. I got a link here. Here we go. We got a... What did he say? Let's see here. Oh, so she was... Okay, so we got a... Let's see here. So this is also from page six. Madonna slams... This is from the third. Uh, Madonna slams, quote, jealous... 50 Cent for talking smack about her racy photos. Um, let's see here. So, yeah, there's she's wearing some fishnets. Uh, she's got, I mean, I guess, or whatever. She is, I mean, it's very obvious that these pictures are hella photoshopped, but um, let's read. Uh, Madonna has accused 50 Cent of pretending to be her friend after he talked smack about her recent risque lingerie snaps. 
the Like a Virgin hitmaker 63 shared photos on Instagram last week, which the In the Club rapper 45 promptly mocked. Yo, this is funny shit, lol. He wrote in his own Instagram story, that's, Ma that's Madonna under the bed trying to do like a virgin at 63. She shot, uh, she shot out, oh, she shot out, and if she don't get her old ass up. Oh, she shot out if she don't get her old ass up. Um, the queen of pop clapped back, sharing a throwback picture of her, of the pair posing together in 2008 red carpet. Here's 50 Cent pretending to be my friend. She captioned the, uh, captioned the post on Instagram, on her Instagram story. Um, just because you meet someone on the red carpet doesn't make you friends. It's just like, hey, you're famous. I'm famous. Hell, he must have been like, you are more famous than me right now. Or maybe you're, I'm more famous than you. Either way, I think we should take a picture together. Ain't nothing wrong with that. But, to, but I guess that makes you friends with Madonna. In her eyes, anyway. Uh, now you have decided to smack talk about me. I guess your new career is getting attention by trying to humiliate others on social media. The least elevated choice you could make as an artist and an adult. I mean, I'm not disagreeing with the adult thing because, like, why are you even, I don't know. Here's the thing, even with this whole weird Instagram video that she posted, which don't watch the video. It's freaking creepy. But she's like, I don't take it personal. Well, if you didn't take it personal, then you wouldn't have said anything. You would have just been like, okay, moving on. But you took it personal because you had to freaking respond back to him. If nothing else, I think Madonna and 50 should do like a diss track. You know what I mean? Something like that. I don't know. But let's be totally honest. Madonna's just trying to get back in the news. I mean, who's even talked about Madonna in the last 15 years? The only time she gets into the news is when she does some weird shit like this, apparently. And her whole, like, weird, this weird lingerie shoot where she's under the bed and her ass is just sticking out, I guess. And that's hella photoshopped. Like, I'm looking at the pictures... As someone who came up through the, as someone who was not a photographer, but um, had to do touch up on pictures, that is very photoshopped. Very, very photoshopped. That one, the, the, the under the bed one. Um, this one is too. Here's one of the things you don't do. All right, boys and girls, remember this when doing any kind of photography if you're taking pictures and you think you're gonna have to shrink or enlarge certain things never use a pattern only use solids why do you only use solids boys and girls because it's very simple when you use solids then you're able to photoshop a little differently you're able to fade some stuff now if you're not planning to touch it up then you can go ahead and use fishnets but um with her under the bed um there was a touch-up definitely around the where the cellulite areas would be. And um, 
I mean, let's be totally honest here. He didn't say anything about. I mean, I'm gonna look at. I'm gonna. I'm gonna look back and just make sure. Uh, this is funny. Yes, LOL. Um, if Madonna, that's Madonna under the bed trying to do like a virgin at 63. She, she shot out. If she don't get her old ass up, so I mean. Like I said, if she didn't take it personally, then she would have just moved on. If she was truly secure in what she was doing, then she wouldn't be saying anything. Um, But I guess we'll go back to his apology. So, like a virgin song. Let's see here. You were trying to shame me. Uh, Share it on Instagram Friday night. Let's see here. Your apology is fake. It's BS. And it's not valid, she went on, explaining why she felt the gesture was insincere. Yeah, let's be totally honest here. Whenever somebody apologizes to you because you told them to apologize, nine times out of ten, it's not they're not apologizing because they feel sorry. They're apologizing because you said, apologize. Apologize now. Okay, I'm sorry. Oh, you don't mean it. Then why did you tell me to apologize? Like I I did I, I apologize. Now you're not accepting it. Well, what the hell? I can't win. It's a no-win situation. If I was fitty, I wouldn't even apologize. I would have been like, all right. Um let's move down here. After the icon, after calling out, oh sorry, after being called out by the icon, the power executive offered the following olive branch. I must have hurt Madonna's feelings. She went and dug up a old MTV photo of me in 2003. Okay, I'm sorry. I did not intend to hurt your feelings. I didn't benefit from this in any way. I said what I said. Or I said, or sorry. Um, in any way, I said what I thought when I saw the picture because of where I I had seen it before. I hope you accept my apology. So I'm assuming it's the under the bed thing because there was an that was in like a virgin video from many, many years ago. Shit, that was 40 years ago. Holy shit. Like almost 40 years ago. That was three decades ago. Wow. Um, the gesture clearly did not cut the mustard for the artist who went on to excuse 50 cent of quote, trying to put a limit on when women should be able to feel good about themselves. No, I'm going to stop you right there, Madonna. He didn't say anything about that. Women, I'm going to say this right now as a man. All right. There's a key for every roller skate. And what's more important is how you feel about yourself. Now, that's fine. If you think you're sexy and your man thinks you're sexy, that's fine. Ain't nobody going to tell you nothing different because all you got to impress is one person. That's your partner and yourself. And if your partner finds you sexy and if you're telling him, no, you're just saying that to get into this poom poom. Yes, you're right. Because they love you. They find you attractive. That's why they're trying to still get into that poom poom. Right? Because they still find you attractive. But if you keep on trying to find validation outside, Instagram, social media, all this stuff 
Just like Madonna, let's be totally honest. Madonna was searching for some compliments. And like I said, she's not, she's a very attractive woman. And she's a very hardworking woman. She's a very hardworking artist. There is, I don't know of any artist who has done more with less. Let's be totally honest here. Madonna is not a good singer. She's mediocre at best. But she was able to push the envelope and create a market for herself in pop culture where she is successful. Why are we not? Why is she not talking about that? Instead, she's more worried about the way she looks. And that's fine. She can worry about that. Just like I could worry about that. Like I said, just because you got the stretch. Listen, ladies, just because you got some stretch marks, a little bit of cellulite around the thighs. All right. There's somebody out there that's going to love you. Maybe your titties a little saggy. All right. Hey, I'm looking like shit too, but I find you sexy. All right. And yes, I'm saying that to try to get, trying to get you into the bedroom so we can keep each other warm. Why? Because I find you sexy. That's what men do. They don't beat around the bush. I'm sorry, pun intended, or maybe not. But we don't say things because we don't, it's like, oh, you're just saying that. Yes, I am just saying that because I find you attractive and I want to, I want to get at that boom boom. But she's saying, oh, you, you're not the arbiter of, of when, how, you know, just right here. Um, she says it, trying to put a limit on when women should be able to feel good about themselves. No, he never said that. He was making fun of you because you put it out there. And if you put it out there for the world to see, that means you're asking for validation. And maybe you're not. Maybe you're just putting it out there. Okay, then don't look at the comments. But instead, what Madonna's trying to do is trying to get herself. I mean, we're talking about her. She's back in the news. I don't know the last time I, I heard the name Madonna in reference to Madonna. And like I said, Madonna has done more. Her motor puts out more horsepower to them back wheels than anybody else who is 10 times as talented as she is. I know people that are a hundred times better singers than she is, but just can't get that. Just can't get the torque to the back wheels. I mean, I would hold her up as, as an example of, of, a, of, of an artist, not even a woman. That's the thing. Not even a woman, but an artist who has mediocre talent, but was able to work hard and carve out this niche. I mean, Vogue, you go to the gay club. I was bartending in these damn clubs back in 2000. All right. That was 20 years after Vogue and it was still happening. These Queens were still voguing. In the, in the early 2000s, when Vogue was a thing in the 80s, all right? Like I said, Madonna has done more with less, has done more than 99% of America. She is the Louis Anderson of, of music. I mean, you have other artists like, I don't know, Christina Aguilera, right? She's done less with more. Jessica Simpson, 
She was just a look. She was just that hot, you know, thin. And, and she can sing. But she's still not putting stuff out. She's just kind of chill now. I do miss Christina, though. But like I said, if nothing else, Madonna's just trying to use this as a way to um, to get people to talk about her again. And we're talking about her, right? And Fiddy, I mean, he he's just chilling with, with like the money, right? He's just, I mean, I don't know how much money Fiddy be making, but Curtis, help a brother out. All right, I listened to you back in the day, back when it was in the club. It's going down. But um, I guess that's a good place to put a pin in it for tonight. We got everything we needed to say, I feel. Got our pop culture in. And that's what we're going to try to keep on doing here in the Half-Baked Treehouse. Like I said, if you missed any part of the show, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, where finer podcasts are are found um we're on twitter at treehouse duo uh, if you want to listen to us live that's sunday to thursday mixler.com slash javi's treehouse that's j-a-v-i-s treehouse all one word and um other than that i got nothing else to say today i hope we had a good time i know i did and um I don't know if I have any other housekeeping stuff. Just looking through my notes. I guess not. So with all of that being said from the Half-Baked Treehouse, I am the Manic Mustache reminding you that I am a gorilla. Love yourself. Good night, everybody.